Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Did you guys know stress affects your skin? I did. I mean, I know it can cause dryness, signs of aging, and redness. Take dryness-prone skin, add some stress, and you've got a cocktail for dehydration, flaking, and crepiness. Ugh. The good news? Sephora's got your answers. You can keep your skin concerns in check with Sephora's skin-saving lineup. It's your stress-free skin for 2020. Here's the deal. I am going to tell you some of the amazing products that they recommend for various issues you may have. First up, Drunk Elephant. Drunk Elephant makes an F-bomb electrolyte water facial. If your concern is dryness, you should get this because the electrolyte-packed overnight mask rehydrates and visibly plumps parched skin. All right, also for dryness, Tatcha the Serum Stick. It visibly plumps fine lines with targeted hydration, and it's a weightless bomb which revitalizes skin that looks tight or depleted. I've tried this serum stick, and it is actually amazing. All right, next one for dryness, the Dr. Barbara Sturm Glow. Glow Drops. This is a hydrating serum that fights dullness and gives you a glow. It refines the look of pores and contains purslane and hyaluronic acid. My dermatologist has been telling me about hyaluronic acid forever, so it's a must for moisturizing. All right, next, if you have signs of aging, which I know I definitely do, the Fresh Lotus Youth Preserve Moisturizer is an antioxidant-packed moisturizer that targets signs of aging, boosts radiance, and it is extracted from the lotus plant and Dr. Dennis Gross Stress Rescue Super Serum. It's a radiance-boosting serum with superfoods and niacinamide, which fights visible signs of aging and supports collagen levels. All right, redness. Ooh, I'm going to tell my sister about this. The Laneige Sika Repair Sleeping Mask. It's an overnight mask to calm redness. It's hypoallergenic and formulated for sensitive skin. It also soothes irritated skin overnight. She was just telling me how red she is all the time. I have to tell her about this. Anyways, head to the Sephora store or sephora.com to shop skincare. Get the skin-saving lineup only at Sephora online and in-store now. Hey guys, I'm Whitney Port and this is With Wit. A lot of you may know me from reality TV and the reality is a lot's happened since the hills. With Wit is dedicated to having real, raw, and occasionally ridiculous conversations with the people who have had a profound impact on me. Life-changing moments, life-changing people. Because on With Wit, very little is off limits. Hi guys, welcome to With Wit. They say it takes a village to raise a child and we completely agree. I am so thankful for everyone in my life who helps me with Sunny. 
I learned earlier on that I should not feel ashamed or embarrassed by asking for help. I want Sonny to have the best life possible and having an army of people who love and support him is giving him just that. Our guest today is Ziva Renan, a child development specialist who has worked with children ages zero to five for 30 years. She works with parents to help understand children's worlds and support their development. She has been a true lifesaver for Timmy, Sonny, and I. Parents, listen up. Here is Ziva. Hi. Welcome. I'm very happy to be here. In addition to our special guest, Ziva, Timmy is also along for the ride today. Yes, I insisted just to listen to what you have to say firsthand. <laughs> I just, we thought it was important for us both to be here since we will be talking a lot about Sunny specifically, but we also want to end up getting some general tips for parents, you know, zero to five, just some parenting mantras, things that you say just to anyone to help them get through this. We have some things that we have been dealing with, nothing too major, I think probably like typical two and a half behavioral things. And we recently actually just shot a video all about screen time because Sonny is becoming, I don't want to say addicted to it, but he is at the point where when he's watching something, he is so zoned in that nothing else matters. And then when you take it away from him, more often than not, not every time he has like a bit of a fit when you turn it off. I would say addicted because when he's watching it, his mood changes and he's so focused that it really does seem like the urge to watch has taken over and it does feel like he's addicted and like he has withdrawal, like all those symptoms that people associate with addiction. I feel like Sonny exhibits those. But on the positive note, like he has done better than I thought he would have done when we started taking it away, just to give you sort of a full okay. understanding. <laughs> So we just want to know how to deal with that. We understand that TV is a part of our lives. He's not watching it too much. Like he, this isn't an addiction. Like he's watching it all day, every day. I mean, he'll watch now that he's in school, like maybe something before dinner time, you know, maybe an hour before dinner time while we're like cooking and getting mm -hmm. things organized. The weekend's a little bit more just because it's the weekend. But we want to know, like, do we need to be giving him a timer situation at the end of it? Or how can we handle these little mini meltdowns? Let me first start by saying that there are as many shades of parenting as there are parents. Mm -hmm. So some of the things that I will say are based in research. So it's not about my opinion. And some are my style of mm -hmm. supporting parents, which if you talk to another person, you might get another style. So I just want to clarify that. Of course. Because a lot of what I'm saying is not engraved in stone. Right. And might not apply to every to everyone. parent exactly. and child out right. there. There's mm -hmm. no... However, there is a clear research that recommends to reduce screen time. Meaning for children under 18 months, they really recommend no screen time. Mm -hmm. And for children over 18 months, it used to be two, but the American Pediatric Association changed it to 18 months okay. from two. Mm -hmm. They recommend, I think, no more than half an hour a day and preferably with an adult. See, what's interesting is that there was someone else in here recently that told me that that same organization said two hours a day. Is that crazy? For what age? It was, I Maybe thought it was for, okay. I thought it was for Sunny's age, but 
I mean, we can, we can Google it. I don't yeah, know, but I think it's yeah. over five. Yeah. So this is the problem. When a child who is two and a half watches a screen, they usually are zoning out. They don't really process the information. They don't really understand what they are seeing as opposed to if they have an interaction with an adult mm-hmm. and they look in your eyes and you smile and then they know, oh, we're having a good time. Or if he pulls your hair and you say, ouch, and he sees your face, he knows something is happening now that doesn't feel good for mommy. Mm-hmm. So it's like he learns through those interactions. When he sits passively in front of a screen that runs in front of him, this doesn't happen. Now, if it's, let's say, 20 minutes that you are getting dinner ready, it's one thing. If you said he was sick, he had high fever, you know, we do those things sometimes. Mm -hmm. But on a regular basis, to watch TV is not something that is adding to his development. And Mm -hmm. the main thing is what you mentioned, Timmy, because there is an addictive element to it, it's very hard for the child to self-regulate and become calm again when you take it away. Mm-hmm. Because it's not like we build with blocks. And it's dinner time. You can say, let's put the blocks. You see, they're right here. And mm-hmm. after dinner, we'll come back. He might still be upset. But it's different than when you turn off that thing that was just like, I don't want to use the word hypnotized lightly, mm-hmm. but something that he was zoning out, that he wasn't really engaged. Mm-hmm. Now, if you choose a program like... Let's say Daniel Tiger. Mm -hmm. You know that? Yes. And you watch it with him once and then you talk about what you watched. Then he's really processing the information and you can then continue the conversation because the topics that come up in the show are very relevant to a two and a half year old. Right. We've noticed this. We'll watch TV with him, and we we ask Ophelia when she's with him if she is going to put on the TV to watch it with him and, like, play little games with what's happening on the screen. Be like, well, what's that? It's right. a bird. Or what color is the bird? It's blue. Right. And it's it's a huge difference. We see a huge difference, so even just in his face. And then he lights up when mm-hmm. someone even just sits with him and talks to him about what he's right. saying. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly with addiction. You know, if somebody is in the middle of drinking and they're like— almost passed out, when you talk to them, nobody's there. Right. So, and when you play a game and you interact and engage, you know, it's building the relationship. His synapses and his brains are firing as opposed to being off, just letting the info come at him. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So again, you know, there are exceptions to everything. Mm -hmm. If a parent tells me, I recently talked to a mom who is going through terrible treatment and she's really struggling. Mm -hmm. So she asked me about screen time and I said exactly what I told you. But I said, you know, when you come from the clinic and you are in such pain Mm -hmm. and you don't have help, Mm -hmm. let her watch TV. So there are always exceptions. Mm -hmm. If a child is sick, sometimes we just want them to calm down. But Mm -hmm. as a general rule, I would really minimize it with him at Mm -hmm. two and a half, mostly to no more than half an hour a day and the program that then there could be some interaction Mm -hmm. about the context. Mm -hmm. And now a word from our sponsor. All right, Native, one of my favorite items, deodorant. It's honestly the most necessary one. I sweat, I can stink. 
I need it. It's so good. Native is also completely natural, you guys. Did you know that so many conventional deodorants contain aluminum, which forms a plug in your sweat glands to keep you from sweating? Yikes. Ugh, the thought of that. Well, Native's deodorant is made without aluminum, so you can feel better about what you're putting on your body and smell super fresh. It's also vegan, never tested on animals, and has things like coconut oil and shea butter in it. So they're super, super moisturizing. They have amazing scents. With over 10 scents, including their classics and rotating seasonals, you're guaranteed to find one you love. Their classic scents include coconut and vanilla, lavender and rose, cucumber and mint, and eucalyptus and mint. Right now, I'm using lavender and rose, and it smells amazing. There's something really for everyone, for men, women, even your teenager that's definitely starting to stink. They also offer an unscented option and a baking soda-free formula for those with sensitivities. There's absolutely no risk to try. You have free shipping on every order and Native offers 30-day free returns and exchanges in the USA. Still not convinced? Check out the over 9,000 five-star reviews from their amazing customers who have been so happy switching to Native. All right, here's the deal, you guys. For 20% off your first purchase, visit nativedeodorant.com and use promo code WITHWIT during checkout. Again, that's nativedeodorant.com and use promo code WITHWIT for 20% off your first purchase. And now back to our conversation. Hi, guys. My name is Sarah Nicole, and I am the host of the Papaya Podcast, where each week we dish out some sweetness mixed in with some seeds of wisdom all through candid conversations in a very real and tangible way. I want everyone to know that they're not alone and that we share in these experiences called life. And sometimes when we get to know somebody else's story, it changes ours a little bit as well. So I want you to tune in with us on Mondays. Subscribe, rate and review it and keep these conversations going with us. You can tune in behind the scenes at the Papaya Podcast and the birds with Fire on Instagram as well. Can't wait to see you next week. I mean, we have to be honest about how we use the TV mm-hmm. as well. Like when we need a break, <laughs> when we want to shut off paying attention to Sonny because we're tired or we want to cook dinner or we want to watch TV, we put the TV on for him. And so a lot of the answer to our question is just more effort on our part and yeah. less sort of laziness. Yeah, you know? right. And, you know, one of the things I always tell parents, you know, many parents ask me about time out mm-hmm. unrelated to TV. And mm-hmm. I always tell them why I don't believe in time out mm-hmm. unless you need time out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. If you're at the end of the rope and you feel like if I don't have a break now, I'm I'm not going to be proud of myself (laughs) as a dad. Then I'm saying, please. Yes. But tell the child, daddy needs a little time out. Right. Because I'm right now really upset. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it could be nothing to do with the child, but it's important to then clarify I need some time out. Or even let's say you come from work and you had like crazy traffic or an annoyed call you got, then it's okay to come and say, you know, I had a really hard day. I need a little time out. Yeah, mm-hmm. we're going to watch some TV. Yes. Can so, I ask yes. you another question? Yes. It was sort of what you were talking about before about children not understanding when the TV goes off 
that it's not gone. Like they could see the blocks are over there and, yes. and ready to be played with again. This comes up in a lot of different scenarios for us, like when we want to leave the playground mm-hmm. and he doesn't want to leave. This one of the things I was going to ask you about. Yeah. Like, Anything he's having fun at that he doesn't want to leave, how to handle that. He doesn't want to leave the playground. He doesn't want to leave school. He doesn't want to leave the beach. Like He doesn't want to go to sleep at the end of the day because yeah. he doesn't understand that there's fun waiting after his rest. Right. Like, they he think thinks it's is, just over. Everything's over. Fun's right. over. And you want, right. what can we say to him? How can we make those? Well, maybe tell her what we do say to him now. And, and we'll see if, if we're on the right track. Oh, I'm trying to think of what we say. Well, like well, when we pick him up from school or the park or whatever, and he's having a fit because he doesn't want to leave, we say, look, we can come back to the park tomorrow. It's not going anywhere, but we have to go home so you can eat and rest and enjoy it again tomorrow. Or, you know, we're going to turn off the TV now, but tomorrow you can watch more. Yes. It's not going anywhere. So that's great. There is just one little piece missing, which is acknowledging how hard it is for right. him. Right. We we do you that do too. That. We'll okay. say, like, no, we know this is so <laughs> frustrating. Yes. Like, I know when I'm somewhere having so much fun that it's so hard for me to leave right. and to say goodbye. Goodbyes can be hard. We say, we right. try to right. say all those things. And we right. tell them it's yeah. never cool to be the last person at a party. You want to be like the fifth to last <laughs> person at a party. Yes. So look, at two and a half, their feelings are very intense. Mm-hmm. When they love you, yeah. they squeeze you to death. When they laugh, the room laughs with them. When they're angry, they're really pissed. Mm-hmm. When they're sad, it's like the world came to an end. It's just extreme they're all the time. Extremes most of, yes, yeah. most of the time. Mm-hmm. So we can't really prevent it. But what we need to know is that children, other than love, the second thing they need other than love, which I'm not talking about, you know, food, mm-hmm. right, food and shelter, other than love is limits. Mm-hmm. And learning how to end situation is part of that. So again, children vary in their temperament. Some children are very mellow and easier to d- distract, mm-hmm. and some are more intense. Mm-hmm. And this is not a good or a bad because this intensity can later be channeled into whatever he does. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so passion it's not, for something exactly. Yeah. So it's not anything negative. It's just that they're different. Mm-hmm. So. The first thing is to give him warning. I don't know if you do it already. Like, So if you go to the park and he's having a great time, you can't just look at the time and say, oh my God, Timmy, we need to leave. And then you tell him we're leaving. No, 10 minutes before, you you need to touch him on the shoulder, make sure he has eye contact with you. Because if he's in the middle of running and you say in 10 minutes, he didn't hear you. Yeah. So you need to like- In one ear and out the other, yeah. Tap, like have a touch. Mm -hmm. Touch, eye contact, and then state. He doesn't know what 10 minutes, but you can say even with your hands, What and since people are listening, you can show, you know, a very short time or a long time, you know, like with your hands. Yeah. Or you can say in 10 minutes, we have to leave. And Mm -hmm. then he'll start to learn what 10 minutes is. Yes. And then what would you like to do before we leave? And then let's say he continues to run. Then I would stop him and say... Did you hear me? In 10 minutes, we are leaving. Let's see what is the most fun thing. Or what do you want to go again on the slide? Do you go? And I would do it in 10. Then I would say in seven. Then I would say in five. Like for the first time, I would really do it like five times. So he really starts to learn what a couple minutes is. And then when the time comes that you need to leave, I won't say we need to leave. I would say, would you like to walk with me or do you want me to carry you? Mm -hmm. You have two choices because by then there is no other choice. Mm -hmm. Right. Okay. And if he runs, then I would say, I know you really want to stay. I know. 
but we have to leave. The giving a choice thing, is that so that they feel like, because I always thought that like, especially when he was a baby, he liked to do things that like turn on the TV. He liked to do things that proved he could affect his world. Right. And so the giving of a choice is that so it makes it so we're not as domineering and telling and him what to control. do. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So that he has some control. And also to reduce this sadness over, oh, my God, we are leaving the park. The most fun time in my life is over. <laughs> so, I mean, it might be the most fun so, time in his life. Anyway. Yes. Yeah, so it's like, here I can do one more thing. Right. And then, you know, I would, let's say that he cries the first few times. He might cry as you carry him to the car. Then I won't say anything. I won't talk. Because when they are in that place, they don't hear you. Mm-hmm. I will just walk, not give speeches, put him in the car seat. Mm-hmm unless it's a stroller. And then when you get home and he's calm, then I will revisit what happened. Okay. Yeah. Because I, then, That second part we don't do, but that first part I was going to... Say that we do. Well, well I was going to have you ask about like what to do in the middle of a tantrum yeah. because sometimes we're trying to say, Sonny, we know you're upset and this and is why. And constantly validate his feelings. And, and it doesn't. It doesn't really... I mean, he had a fit the other night. We were leaving a restaurant and he dropped the phone. He had had the phone and he dropped the phone and I said, I'm so sorry. You can't... He threw it, not dropped it. I said, because you through the phone like you cannot have it back and he freaked out and so I think I was kind of like you know this is why and tried to explain to him why and then Timmy was just like I think we should just leave it like let's just leave it and then right like we just like kind of get to this point where we're like look let's just completely ignore him until Mm -hmm. he calms down because everything we're saying to try and calm him down is making Mm -hmm. him more upset Mm -hmm. it's like telling Whitney to relax in the middle of a fight like nobody relaxes so we do that we need to now do the second Second part, which is when he's calm, like you said, to try to teach the lesson again. And I'll tell you why. When he's in the middle of the tantrum, he doesn't have access to the part of his brain that has to do with language and logic. Okay. And so when you talk, he sees your mouth move, but he doesn't really hear anything. Mm -hmm. But when he's completely calm later... And you say, you know, you know, Sonny, what happened today? You threw the phone and mommy was afraid the phone will break. And I took it away from you and you cried so hard. Mm-hmm. And then I would pause and see what comes up. Mm-hmm. He's still young, so it won't be like a long conversation. Right. But I would look at his eyes. If you think he's getting it, then I would say something like, you know, you can throw your ball you can throw, I'll show him things that, that he, he can, can throw, do to, yeah. but you can't throw mommy's phone. Right. And that's it. And okay. I won't go back there. Okay. But at that point, he has access to processing what you're telling him. Mm-hmm. Right. That's why it's so important to revisit conflicts mm-hmm. because that's when children really can learn to problem to learn. solve yes. And, yes. and control emo- yes. Yeah, behaviors. Yes. But if we go back to the restaurant, because many parents ask me about restaurants, what time did you go to the restaurant? Whenever we take him to dinner, we go at the time that he would normally be eating Beautiful. dinner. This isn't like, oh, yes. mom and dad want to have a date <laughs> night. We're going to make right. an 8.30 yes. reservation. Yes. Okay. We so go like, to dinner at between five and six. Right. And he's yeah. hungry. And he's hungry, but 
the issue right now is Timmy and I have made this justification in his head that because he can't really have like a conversation with us and he doesn't want to sit at a restaurant, we will try our best for the most part not to give him the phone. But then towards the end when he starts to get really like antsy and want to move around and we want to kind of enjoy ourselves, then we will give him the phone. And... I'm not okay with it, but I don't know what to do. I'm like, do we just not take him to restaurants at this age? Also, our thinking was like, he's two and a half. He can't sit and have a conversation with adults. When we take him to a restaurant, it's really so we can go to a restaurant. And we try our best to not give him the phone. But once we see that his limit for playing with the crayons has been reached— we give him the phone. Yeah. Tell me why then, did he throw it? So, well, he threw it because we were getting him in the car. Mm, we weren't even taking it away from him. He was upset because we left the restaurant. Oh, yeah. He but, didn't want to leave the restaurant, but he didn't even really want to be there. And I think he was just comfortable watching the phone right. in the restaurant. But he or I also, think we just reached, sorry to interrupt, we just like reached, like it was too late for him. Mm-hmm. He just, he didn't eat a lot because he was watching the TV. So I thought he was maybe cranky from being hungry. Like, yes. I just think he was being a, like a dick. <laughs> it was kind of, it was yes. just a recipe for disaster. Right. We, yeah. So there isn't like a one answer, meaning ideally, if you can take him with you early and not have the phone with you. Yeah. And just try. It's not about giving him an activity, but interacting with him. Okay. So let's say you have a crayon and he squiggles and you say, wow, look at those squiggles you made on the paper. I wonder how you made them. I wouldn't ask him, what did you make? Because he doesn't know what he made. Wow, look at that. You took the the red crayon and you made a squiggle. I'll try and make a... Like, to engage in what he's doing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Then it's really a family experience. I see children with phones everywhere. Mm -hmm. In restaurants, in everywhere. Mm -hmm. In the bank. I mean, children are now attached to phones. So Mm -hmm. many of them. Mm -hmm. And again, you know... I'm saying what I said before. It's hard because you want a break. Mm -hmm. So on those times that you really need it, whether because something is going on and you really need it, then we do it. Right. But if it was a day that let's say you worked all day and you didn't see him and now you're going out with him, then I would encourage not to bring the phone and say before you leave the house, Today, we are going to the restaurant and we are not bringing the phone. Mommy's leaving the phone here. And to engage with him, engagement is, again, not giving him something to do. Mm -hmm. Because, yes, if he really gets the crayons and is really into it, that's great. But it's more about trying to have a conversation. And the conversation is always at that age led by what he's doing. Mm -hmm. And it's really about narration. It's narrating to him what he's doing. That gives him the feeling that you're present. Mm -hmm. So if I ask him, what did you draw? It's hard because he doesn't know. But if I say, wow, look at this line you made, then at least, you know, you are there with him. He can't answer any questions. So you're telling him just to, to... 
Exactly. Right. It was well, like last was night a- we were sitting at dinner and we kept being like, Sonny, how was school today? Like, he doesn't know how school <laughs> yeah, was. Yeah, that was, so that was another one of my questions was now that he's in school, when I want to talk to him about it and I want to be able to start those conversations, but I don't think how was your day and what did you do are questions that he can really answer. Like, he'll, he'll say <clears throat> good because he's learned that that's, the right. answer to that question. What you say. But yeah. Yes. But what are some of the conversation starters that we can yes. have with him before and after yes. school? I, that's great. Mm-hmm. That's great. So <laughs> so first of all, rather than asking an, a close-ended question, meaning what did you do, I would say, I wonder whether there were blocks in your school today. Mm-hmm. To ask it like more in an open way that he will not answer right away, but the the chances of him, when you say, I wonder, it's more open. Mm-hmm. The other thing that I would recommend is if you have a family dinner, which sounds like you have it yeah, every day. Yeah, every night. Oh, wow. Yeah. I is, mean, we only recently have started taking him out to dinner, but it's something I really like to do, yes. but have been concerned about the phone thing. Like and it, it makes try, it less enjoyable when in the back of my head, all I can think about is, oh, Sonny is here, but he's just sitting here on the phone. Yes. And at home, we also, we, yes. we don't often eat the exact same thing. Right. So, but we do try and have both dinners ready Together. at the same time. Yes. And we also, that's great. Yes. yes. So what I would suggest is that you start the dinner by taking turns and you sharing something about your day that is appropriate and relevant to him. So let's say you say, today when I went to work, I saw a fire truck, mm-hmm. a big fire Loves truck. Loves fire trucks. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yeah. I mean, whatever. He's in on that conversation. Yes. So. Yeah. Oh, there was He'll a, be so excited. There was yeah. a cat on the, tr- I mean, something that is just, and you don't expect him to do anything. You are just sharing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you're sharing one thing. And as you continue to do it and his language develops, he will get into the place that during dinner, he would start sharing with you things that happen. Okay. Amazing. Because children really learn by this. But when I remember when I picked up my kids, all I wanted to know is what they did today. Right. So I would and ask, who what they did you do? To, they would say nice play. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, can you tell me more? Right. No, there is nothing more to say. Right. But again, now I know what I didn't know then. Right. But when you say... I wonder. I think that even applies in any conversation you're having with with an yes, adult. Like yes. nobody wants to do all the heavy. It's like when Eric says to us, "Like, what else you got for me?" And it's yeah. like I have to do all the heavy lifting now and think of all the details and appease your question. It's like it's meet halfway. Right. Yes, that makes sense. And now a word from our brand partner. Navigating the world of CBD can be really complicated. Doesn't it feel like there are just so many new companies, new products trying to sell you something? I mean, I know that feels that way to me. Funny that I said feels because this is all about the company Feels, F-E-A-L-S. Feels looks to make the process as simple as possible so you can actually start feeling better sooner. I have tried everything for my headaches. You guys know I do hot yoga. I try to stay as hydrated as possible. I'm even going as far as like getting a guard for my mouth because I have TMJ, but I'm really, really, really on a mission to find something that works for me. And I have tried feels and it actually really, really, really helps release the stress in my muscles around my temples. It's 
such a great way to feel better. It is premium CBD that will really keep your head clear and help you feel your best. It not only helps with these physical symptoms like headaches for me, but it has been proven to greatly reduce anxiety, pain, and sleeplessness. I know those are all things that so many of us struggle with on a daily basis and we don't have to. If you're new to CBD, Feels offers a free CBD hotline and tech support to help guide you through the discovery process. I know so many people have such specific questions about it and everybody has a different issue. So I just think this is so genius that Feels has this hotline and all this tech support. If you've tried CBD and you know CBD is right for you, Feels hassle-free membership program is guaranteed to help you feel your best month after month or your money back. It's seriously that simple. The deal with Feels, you place a few drops of Feels under your tongue and you feel the difference within minutes. Like seriously, I really did feel like within a few minutes, the pressure started to release in my head. There's no high, no hangover, no addiction that you have to deal with. So if any of you guys are struggling with anything like this, any kind of anxiety, any little pain, any sleeplessness, definitely check out Feels. You can become a member today by going to feels.com slash with wit and you'll get 50% off your first order with free shipping. That's Feels F-E-A-L-S dot com slash with wit to become a member and get 50% automatically taken off your first order with free shipping. Again, that's feels.com slash with wit. And now back to our chat. I wanted to talk about the timer thing just to go back to that. I get at the park saying the 10 minute, five minute, but what about just for general things at home, like getting in the bath, having to get dressed? These are all like little struggles that we have each time. And I'm wondering how to start those processes. So again, the timer works for many people and Mm -hmm. with with some kids it doesn't work. So I think that as long as it's not a punitive thing, like I'm not scared of the timer because the timer became the bad guy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The timer is just helping us know when is the time. Mm -hmm. So... Yeah, because like, yes, I, it makes a lot of sense to me at the playground because just like picking them up and completely taking them out of the playground jarring. would seem jarring. Yes. Mm-hmm. But for bath time, like sometimes Whitney will be like, we're going to take a bath in 10 minutes. Or, or last night, Ophelia, who gave him his bath, was like, I'm starting the bath. And in my mind, I thought, oh, we just like upset him 10 minutes before we needed to upset him. And sometimes we can have the bath ready, like convince him into his room with a toy and then like get his clothes off and put him in the bath and he doesn't even know what has happened. Bad idea. Okay, (laughs) good, good. (laughs) Tell me why. Because what we want is for him to be able to process his reality and to learn how to live within all those things that happen in our life. You know, we need to take a bath. We need to brush our teeth. When we do it like to a child and unconsciously suddenly finds himself right. in the water. Because still having like, fun in here. Wow, what happened? <laughs> I mean, wow. It's really wet I mean, now. it's like, when did it happen? Like you want but, him to understand why the bath is important and, and why yes, he needs to. Oh, not even important, but why it's part of our day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Daddy takes a shower. Mommy takes a shower. And so Sunny takes a bath Mm -hmm. and we don't always want to do it. Mm -hmm. But, you know, and again, I know some people say to the child, 
if you want to skip one today, it's okay, mm-hmm. which is fine. Yeah. I mean, again, there are no rules about having to take a shower or bath twice a day or once a day. Right. But when you decide as a parent, that's one of those things that parents decide that you need to take a bath, I would give him a warning. Mm-hmm. And especially because I'm sure he's very playful at home and he doesn't want to stop what he's doing. Mm-hmm. Right. So I would tell him, or even if you come home from school, you pick him up or Felia picks him up? No, we yes. both. Okay. Either one of us, us or both of us. Yes. Yeah. So when you pick him up, I would tell him on the way home what's going to happen. Okay. Mm-hmm. When we get home, you're going to play. We're going to have a snack. I don't know. Whatever the truth. Right, right, right. Then you'll take a bath. Mostly chores we'll, for him. He's yes, going to take out take the garbage. <laughs> yes. <laughs> fix the roof. Yes. <laughs> yes. The plumbing. Yes. yes. You take a bath. Whatever. Tell him when he's again. Step he's by calm step. Then. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then if you see that it's really hard to stop what he's doing for the bath, then I would say, you know what? I have a timer that will help us. Okay. We'll set it for a few minutes, and when the timer rings, we will all know that it's bath time. Okay. So then again, the first time it goes, he won't be happy. Mm-mm. Right. But then but I'll would... start to learn, and yes. this is this is one of those limits to yes. set. Yeah. Yes. Should we be reading to him before he goes to sleep every night? I mean, obviously, reading to him is important, but I'm just wondering: does it matter at what time of day, or is that something that? we should be putting into the bedtime routine. Yes, I would encourage you to do it. Okay. I think that there is a lot of, it's very intimate when you read your child a book when he's in your lap. There is something very like intimate and physically close. Mm -hmm. So all day long, it's great. And it's important to read books whenever they are interested. But Mm -hmm. to add it to the bedtime, it's a nice, calming experience. Now, I know some parents have the same book that they read mm-hmm. every night, mm-hmm. like two little books. Some ask the child to choose. So whatever. It I doesn't mean, and matter. if he chooses a book that is 60 pages, you can read one page. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yes, but okay. I think it's a nice. Do you have like a song that you sing to him so at night? So we have, I have sort of not an issue, but I wonder about reading a book because for me, the time when he's having his bottle and it's dark, uh-huh. I find really important because he's getting used to like, that's what's making him sleepy and ready for bed. But when we read him a book, we have to have the light on. And so I feel like if he's having his bottle and we're reading him a book and the light is on, he's missing out on that time with us when it's dark before he can go to bed. Right. So can you add the story before the light turn? Yeah. I, I so. would when he comes up, he takes a bath every, every night. night. Yeah. So, so he takes a bath get- and then when he puts on all the creams and gets him in his pajamas and then we put on Claire de Lune, which is his nighttime song. And normally he gets a bottle when it's really dark. Right. So before that, before the dark I would bottle. read to yeah. him a story. Okay. Now the song you just mentioned, is it a recorded song or you sing it to him? No, it's just a classical song with no no words yeah Yeah, no words so that's good so he's sitting in your lap you're reading a book and then he gets a bottle you turn the the lights down down. and And the song goes on so he has a little the the bedtime is a little the routine is a little longer okay but yes I would definitely encourage you to do it and to choose something a book that is soothing and short and yeah I have this book about mindfulness that it's cute. It was someone wrote it for kids. For so, little ones. To it's thank like the their Paltrow. No, it's really not. It goes through the whole body and thank your head for, you know, helping you be creative today. Thank your lips for helping you smile. Like all, yes. you know, okay. it's just one of those things. Okay. Big part of our soon to be parenthood potty training. So he's two and a half. He is still 
wearing diapers. He goes to school. They'll change his diaper. They will also aid in the potty training situation. We have a little toilet for him. We try to ask him if he wants to go in there. Whenever we he, he'll say pee-pee or poo-poo, like we'll say, would you like to go sit? He has no really interest in going to sit on it. And we know this is something that you can't force. You kind of just have to wait until you really feel like they're ready. But how do you know when they're ready? And then what are the steps to support that and start getting him ready? Okay. So toilet training, it's a much more complex process than what we think. Mm -hmm. Because in order to be potty trained, from a physical perspective, you need to have the muscle able to, to hold. hold whatever mm -hmm. it is, whether it's the bowel movement or urine, for a long time. You need to be able to feel that you need to go, to then say or gesture to somebody that you need to go, hold it until you get there, and then go. Mm -hmm. So if you think about it, there is a lot of what we call motor planning involved because it's not just, you know, I feel like I go, boom, I go. Mm -hmm. So the way to know if a child is ready physically is whether the diaper is dry when he wakes up from a nap or at night. If the diaper is completely wet, then it means that physically he's not there yet. And, you know, if a child starts walking at nine months or at 17 months, it doesn't make any difference in the long mm. run. Right. It's just the physical development that you can't, Rusher. you know. Right. So yeah. this is the same thing. So that's the same, the same, the Idea. first. Yes, yeah. but so that's the first step. The other step is whether he enjoys imitating things that you do. So, for example, if he has a party in the bathroom, then when you go, you can ask him if he wants with his clothes to just to become friendly with it. So he's not expected yet to go, but it's just we want him to be friendly with that thing there. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Now, some babies after a bath, you know, or before a bath, when you take off their clothes, they need to go. Mm -hmm. So when he's naked, you can offer him and say, do you want to try? Is he in, ever interested of trying or not at all? He did once with my my mother with said, my mother in law yeah maybe she was just lying completely she <laughs> said he said pee pee and then she took him over and he went in the so I believe her but you know that doesn't mean a bitch a lot no I'm kidding <laughs> no no <laughs> but that more. that doesn't mean that the child is potty trained no because it's like a child at ten months can say ba. Is he talking? Right. No, but that's the beginning. Right. Yes, mm -hmm. by is the beginning. He's also very interested when we go to the bathroom. Yes. He's so, like mm -hmm. always like yes. wants to see yes. my poop. He wants to see the pee or the yes. poop. Yes, yeah. that's, that's very important because that's part of being familiarized with something that's going to become part of his life. Right. So yes, so if he wants to see, I would let him see. If he has a potty there while you go and he's dressed, you can, he can sit on it. Or I would have a teddy bear there that he can practice. Mm -hmm. Before he takes a bath or in the morning, I will offer him. And if he says no, I would just say, you're not ready. The other thing that is really important, that if he goes, let's say that he says poo-poo and he goes, that you don't get like overly crazy excited that you make it about him and you say, wow, you listen to your body as opposed to, I'm so proud of you mm -hmm. because then it becomes power struggle. And there are many family parents who tell me, you know, he was potty trained, but today he was angry about something and boom, he peed in the living room. Mm -hmm. So this process is not about me. You're not doing it for me. <laughs> 
that's something that it's between mm-hmm. you and your body. Mm-hmm. So if he pees, of course you're happy and you can smile yeah. and say, look at that, you listen to your body. So it, you're making it about a connection that he has with his body mm-hmm. and not about something he's doing to please you. Right. So he can't later use it against yes. us. Right. Yes. Because <laughs> yeah. so these an, kids are yes. manipulative. Yeah, that's an important thing to really encourage that. And I also, with a little older child, I would even with him, I would say, you were hungry and you would listen to your body. You asked for food or you were thirsty. You wanted your sippy cup, whatever it is, like to reinforce that thing that we listen to our body. As opposed to you did it for me, the yes. parent. Like yes. you do this, these things that everyone does that, that you need you to learn. Because it's good yes, for you. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. some parents tell me, you know, she went for the first time and we got her this huge gift and we did. No, it's yeah. not about, you know. Rewards. The He's, treats. Right. The yeah. reward is that you are listening to yourself right, and you're you are growing up. And you are, yes. Right. And I just want to say one important thing that I'm talking about normally developing children. It's really important yes. because yes. I did once a training, a presentation to parents. And there were some parents with children with severe special needs. And what I'm saying now doesn't apply. Okay. Understood. So some parents were very upset with my recommendations. So, okay. Right. And also just so your caveat important. in the beginning that everything you're saying doesn't, this isn't a broad thing that applies to every single kid. No, I know. Kid. Right. Yeah. But this applies to normally developing children. Yes. It's a very long process. Right. Because and then once they start to go in the little toilet, like what's the next step after that? I mean, I, like his mom told me that you just maybe plan a weekend where you don't have any plans. You stay home. He's naked around the whole house and then you right. teach him that way. So what his mom said is exactly what many, many, many parents did years ago mm-hmm. and also today. So again, some parents, it really works for them, especially in the summer. You let him be naked mm-hmm. and outside and mm-hmm. every time he goes, you're like, pointing out to, oh, you went pee-pee now. Like yeah. some parents, it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. So there are many books and approaches and I'm not going into that. Okay. I'm just saying the signs are that the child is dry mm-hmm. for long periods of time. Right. That's physically. Communication-wise, that the child is able to communicate, whether it's with gestures or words. with words. Mm-hmm. And the third is that the child is interested in imitation. Mm. Yeah. yeah. If you don't have those three elements, then you can let them be naked for three weeks and it won't help. Right. If they have those three elements, then there are a lot of different techniques and you it. just need to find what works for you. Okay. Makes that sense. makes sense. Yeah. That was amazing. Really that was awesome. so helpful. Yeah, I you. mean, it's just crazy how one phase ends and then just something else comes yes. up. And this was really, really, really helpful because a lot of those things we were not really knowing the answers to and something felt not right, like especially with the phone and the TV, like we knew something wasn't really feeling right to us. We just didn't really know like the tools to to handle, to it. handle it. Yeah. All the things we talked about and all those strategies are mm-hmm. going to work, mm-hmm. but it's not going to be working right away. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it's really important to understand that it's all about practice. And even if at the beginning, you know, the reaction is opposite of what you thought it will be, as long as you are consistent, okay. then, you know, you'll see change. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Thank okay. you, Ziva. You're very Thank welcome. You. 
Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you loved this episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. I'd love to hear what you think and anything more or even less you'd want to hear about. Tune in every Tuesday for a new episode. If you want to know more about what I'm up to, you can find me on Instagram at Whitney E. Port, my website, WhitneyPort.com, and my YouTube channel, Whitney Port. Peace in the streets.